Hello and welcome again to another solo cast. That one actually did pretty well last time. Very surprised. Uh, but I guess I'll talk about something else that I've always wanted to talk about also. Uh, the last thing we did. Oh, this is Joe. Did I even mention that this is the Dead Pixels internet? And you should go into that site last one. I don't remember. Huh. That is weird. Shoutouts to Alex, by the way, to listen to the last episode. Uh, hey, if you're listening to this right now, if you want me to call you at one point, it can be a first ever call-in show. Do one of those uh, things that they always do, which is set up a guest through the horrible app of Discord or, or Zoom or, or something like that. Uh, anyways, yeah, you know, you know how to reach me. But yeah, today I'll be talking about ranking the consoles, the video game consoles. What does that mean in this context? Well, it means more in my personal experience and how I see it influence video game consoles as a whole. Uh, so yeah, I will be personally like giving in my own bias. And you should probably know by now which console I probably actually liked. I'll, get, I'll try to get through most of them. I mean, I'll give it its all. Obviously, I have not played every single one all uh, up to this point, but I'll give my fa fair and biased opinion about it. A scale out of 10. All right, let's see what we got here. First one we got here, I, these are like the ones from the 70s. These are the first generation. I haven't played any of these, so I can't tell you what they are and how they are and what, what games what are the best for them. Atari 2600 had ET. That's the best I can tell you. Fairchild Channel F. I don't know what the hell that is. Magnavox Odyssey. Yeah, I know about the Odyssey. The Intellivision, the ColecoVision, and the Atari 5200. So those are the ones that were released in 70s. I don't know anything about these. I've I know I I don't know in terms of like I've not played a single original version of it. So I can't really tell you if like oh yeah I like I like this when I was young. This was way way before my time. I'll just give them all five out of ten because you know hey they're the first ones. They tried what they did. I'll give the Atari a 6. Because that was the one that sold the most. It sold 30 million units. And and those things to that, the video game market almost crashed. So let's go to the next one here. Second generation. Or third generation, actually. First generation, technically, I guess that would be the PC. Oh, the Magnavox Odyssey. That was one of the first ones. <laughs> uh, that's the first gen. Oh, okay. So first generation is the Magnavox Odyssey. Don't know. I'll say, I don't know, 4 out of 10. If that works out with you. Uh, third generation. Here's the Nintendo the NES. I never had uh, personally had the NES. But I know friends who've had. And I can tell that that's one of their favorite consoles. And For me, I never got into it. I, I get it. Only because, hey, it had some of the best games. On there, you had Mario Brothers, Legend of Zelda, Metroid, all that stuff, and that's become staples now in the in the game industry. And it's beloved by all. I get it. It's it's like one of the highest selling consoles of all time. Uh, and I liked the controller of it. It was just a nice little rectangle with a maximum of four buttons. You had four, the start, select, A, B, and then the directional pad. Uh, and it's pretty well high regarded today. I'll give it like, I'll give it an 8 because, you know, well, let's give it a 7. I'll give it a 7 only because, you know, I never played it. I'll just lower the score down just for that because it's, uh, I don't know why we were never 
uh, Nintendo household. But you know, it's it's had its it has its merits. Next one after that, seventy eight hundred. Okay, so these are the stuff that came out in that time. The seventy eight hundred Atari Atari XEGS, the Mark III Master. I can't even give give those a rating because I've never heard of those. So, the fourth generation, the SNES. So this one is, I'll put a little higher at an eight because it is pretty insane what they did with that technology. Uh, especially if you if you've gone back and played any of the Mega Man games, including Mega Man X and Mega Man One, Two, One through and Seven. It's crazy what they did with that with the limitations they had, and it's honestly something really cool to be like. This is an actual next step. Uh, they introduced Mode Seven, that infamous Mode Seven that made the graphics sp uh, spiral out of control. Uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, had some, you know, again, more classics. You had Super Mario Brothers. You had Super Metroid. Everything. This is when they're still doing the Super <laughs> um, gimmick name on there. Super Mario Kart. So, yeah, I'll give it an 8. You know, it had its it had its games. I Again, I personally never had it. I've had friends that had it. And they thoroughly enjoyed it. And I was kind of jealous. Because, like, damn, there's a lot of good games on that one. But, uh... Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give her an 8. Only because it's, it's, again, one of the more popular things. I don't know what, how many it sold. It doesn't say it on here. But it's a, it's, it's, it's got, it, it has the mini. So if you want to try the best of what it has, you got it on there. Uh, let's see. PC came out during that time. I guess I'll put it, I'll get the PC when it gets down to the current gen right now. Uh, Mega Drive, the Sega Genesis. I don't know if that's the actual Sega Genesis or Sega. Okay, so it is the Sega Genesis. All right, so during that time, in the fourth generation, you had the Sega Genesis, the Neo Geo, the Sega CD came out the next year, huh? All right, so the Sega Genesis. Well, again, personally, I was the one that had that. I had that console, and I played that a lot when I was a kid. And you know, everyone played Sonic. Mean Bean Machine, Rice Star. They always, if it weren't for that, we wouldn't have any of those classic games on the Sega Genesis. Uh, I know I'm, I'm only naming some of the stuff that's popular. There's also some good stuff on there, like uh, Vector Man. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, they had the good port of Streets of Rage. Uh, they had I had all that good stuff right there. Uh, they also had the the better version of uh, Mortal Kombat, which you actually put in the blood code. So they have a lot of fond memories playing that console. I'll give it probably an 8.5, slightly above the SNES because I didn't I actually played this one, but uh, it just didn't. It had the games, but it was clearly it's not as the best console. I mean, at least from what I can tell. Um, but it's if it, we have Sonic now because it now. That's just a weird long path into whatever Sonic's going to do from, from there on. And that set the bar. Alright, let's see. The Neo Geo came out that time. Sega CD. Did I, I, didn't, I didn't play that Sega CD that much. All the games I had for that one was also not that good. Wait, I don't know if I say, played the Sega CD or Sega Saturn. I don't know. Anyway, Sega CD. I'll, I don't know. Five. Five out of ten. Uh, the Game Boy. Alright, so Game Boy. I can definitely give it... I've never played that. I've, I've seen people play it. I think I probably played it for like once or twice with Tetris. 
And I can probably give that itself like a 7 out of 10 because it was also trailblazing for its time. It, 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 it was possible to actually bring games out into the world, you know, even though, again, with the limitations of having no backlit screen, no uh, rechargeable batteries at that time. Um, it's amazing what it did. And to actually have some, have some actually proper games like uh, Link's Awakening and uh, the Super Mario Brothers handheld one, it's uh, it's, it's it's it stands on its own. I think it's very good. All right. So the next one after that, the PlayStation. PlayStation, the first PlayStation. Uh, PSX as it's called. My brothers had this one. This was a good, great console. It brought the CD drives back, not back, but it it brought CD drives into the mainstay now. So every game had nice little, cool little artwork on its covers when you brought it out, and it's like, wow, this is really cool right here. Uh, one of the things it also brought was the memory card, so now you can actually save some games on there, and that was a pain. <laughs> it it honestly. I remember if you, there was a game like if you if you don't have memory card you can never either you have to play the entire game at the same at the at that same day or just never finish it uh, or never turn it off. But uh, it really utilized its uh, engine well. So you had some classics that one too: Symphony of the Night, Metal Gear Solid One. Uh, you had Ape Escape. You had all that good stuff right there, um, and it had a solid library. So. If it wasn't for Sony, man, that that's the that's the new contender going on inside inside during that uh, fifth generation right there. So during that time, it was only Sega, and it was o- it was only Nintendo. Then when the new one stepped in, like whoa, they actually they actually pulled their weight. That's actually pretty cool right there. Uh, I will always appreciate it. I'll give it a nine only because it has some classics on there. A lot of them have not aged well, but you know, it's. It's such a iconic startup sound, iconic, you know, controller. They brought, they've, at first it didn't have the dual analogs. It was still in the phase of having the, uh, just the directional pads. But it did, it finally had more, uh, buttons. It had a total of like eight, not like, yeah, like 10 buttons. So, made gaming more complex. And, uh, that was a good controller. I really like that one a lot. Uh, yeah, I so my my brothers personally had I played for it whenever I could, and I enjoyed a lot of my time on there. The next one after that, in the same time, was the Atari, Atari Jaguar. No, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, I don't know, five out of ten, so four out of ten, because nothing came out for that one. Sega Saturn, I'll probably give like a three. There was really nothing going on in the Sega Saturn. I think we even had it, but this was way after it it died. <laughs> we had Mr. Bones, which I played for a little bit, but it sucked because for for most part when I had it, it didn't work. And all the CDs, or that was the part when like okay, the cartridges for the most part could work, but once the CD gets scratched in that era, there's no saving it. And now with Blu-ray and all that stuff, it's really hard to scratch and mess up your discs like that. Um. But, man, Sega Saturn, it's kind of sad that it, you know, that's 
I think around this at when it was the end of its lifetime. Because I don't see... Yeah, it never came back. Let me see. So, yeah. Nintendo 64 came out at that time. 96. So, PlayStation came out in 94. Nintendo came out in 96. And the Saturn came out in 94 also. So, Sega and PlayStation were duking it out for the console supremacy. I, I didn't think that the 64 would have came out that much later in the in that life sp lifespan. But Nintendo 64... I'll give it a six. <laughs> I, I only because I, I when I played at my friend's place, it was great, but it just looked much worse in my opinion. And the games they had, I remember when they had, he had WWE, but I had SmackDown, WWF at that time, and the SmackDown game just looked so much better. I'm like, man, why does this not look like theirs? Right now, I don't really care about graphics and all that stuff. It had some classics, but there was not as much classics as you'd think. Like, okay, so yeah, there was uh, Majora's Mask, Link to the Past, Mario 64, which people either say is, is or is not a classic. I say, like, it's pretty classic right there. It was really hard to do a game like that. Uh, my, the original Smash Brothers. So it was... It was a pretty heavy hitter for that time too. 64. I was like, "What? Why is it called 64? Because it's 64 bits. That makes no sense." But okay. <laughs> now, what is a bit? I don't know. More, more, more graphics for you. Uh, but since they still had cartridge, they had the option, the better option of actually uh, saving the uh, on the thing itself. So that was cool. Um, and you still got to do that cool little thing where you swipe that the cartridge across your mouth and, and uh, try to fix it so that had built in four player uh con four controller ports already playstation you had to get like a, a multi-tap which sucked because there's not a lot of four player games on the playstation as itself i think i think it was probably like twisted metal but my god there was no there's nothing there but for for 1064 you could put like oh four player mario kart four player mario party that's cool as, again, it was kind of a waste because there was no other f four player games. I'm like, what else can we play that's four player? Like, really not much. Smash Brothers. <laughs> that's about it. Um, and also the controller. The controller for the N64 was so weird because it's like, who designed this? I. They were doing something at least. <laughs> they were doing like, oh yeah, we're going to uh, just have a third option here for you. And the back part, I remember for a long time, like, what was the, what's this back part for? It's like, it's just empty. It's like, oh, it's for rumble pack and some games actually uh really needed that to actually work like donkey kong 64 so it's kind of funny to think of think of that right now uh let's see what did that i don't think the genesis or the sega saturn had a four option thing already yeah it didn't i never had a game boy color so that's kind of uh it's not. It, they say it's like, oh, it's the upgraded version of the game. We're like, I guess. But now I look back, like, oh yeah, I actually was a. I was a young kid at that time. I know it's like a better version of the Game Boy, and there's only games that you can play on the Game Boy Color. So I missed out on that one too. <laughs> uh, I'll give that. Eh, let's give it a six. It's a good. It's a good little handheld right there. The color, even though they they it only was relevant for like two years. All right, next one. Sixth generation, the PS2. Oh man, and the Dreamcast. Okay, so I forgot about the Dreamcast. That uh, that was their last console before it all went downhill from there. Uh, so starting with the PlayStation 2, it still had 
the two controller <laughs> thing also. And that's weird to me because, you know, with this one had a multi-tap too. They can play with four-player games. But it was, again, there was no games for it. Therefore, they had four players. But they had they had uh, the most, it's the, mo the highest-selling console of all time. So, there's really not much you can say about that. I'll give it a nine because it's what it lacked for in, in, you know, trying to make sure that you kept uh, busy with your games. It, it made up with, like, you know, some high-quality ones. You've got the original God of Wars on that one. The Me Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 on that one. Played those a lot. And also, again, this one had a memory card uh, option on there. I Again, I didn't like that because there's a lot of games, especially Metal Gear Solid. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to finish this game right now. <laughs> I played Metal, uh, Twisted Metal Black on that, on that too with my friend a lot. That was fun. Uh, yeah, so it was a big uh, upgrade in quality. You could play DVDs now, that, since that was the hot new thing. The Sega Dreamcast did not play DVDs. It's... <laughs> I think about it, like, man, that time, huh? This, uh, but the PlayStation right there, again, considered a classic. It's PlayStation is pretty much dominating the console market for a while right there. Uh... And that's when they finally introduced the dual analog sticks and rumble feature. Now rumble feature is becoming like kind of like a mainstay inside the, the video game console market. Uh, and it really improved how movement is in games. And I, I'm I'm glad that that's right now like you know standard for most games right there. Uh, but the Dreamcast. We'll move on to the Dreamcast. I own the Dreamcast. I've got that myself. I didn't play it that much, but they, what the games they did have on there was some of the best games they've had in a long time. Uh, I don't know if Sonic Adventure is considered the best out of anyone's thing, but I played it. I didn't think I liked it as much, but I was like, this is weird. <laughs> I want a 2D Sonic. I want to play a 3D Sonic here. Uh, it was cool because it had a little tiny screen in the middle of the controller that you, where you put the memory card in, and it, it was like kind of Tamagotchi-esque. Where it told it showed you some like funny little animations. You're like, hey, that's funny. You got to see, when you played. I remember when you played a uh, Crazy Taxi on there. I think it would tell you like your score, and it, it's it was cool, but it just did not help the fact that <laughs> this thing was, uh, I guess, not selling well. They were and apparently they were doing this was like they still made games for the Dreamcast like way later. For that, and that was probably it was one of the first consoles to try to capitalize on the internet because it had Sega's uh, Sega Internet on, on there. Um, well, the other one did too. Sega Genesis had like the Sega Channel, which is kind of sad that that <laughs> that didn't go as far as it did. Uh, but the Sega Dreamcast had the uh, one where you can act. My friend played Fantasy Star Online so much on that console. <laughs> I remember just like, oh, you like Fantasy Star? Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, and they've had the built-in four, four controller ports, which is kind of cool at that time. And it didn't do so well, so that's why there's no more. Sega doesn't uh, work in the uh, the console part anymore. Still makes games. And that time was also the GameCube and the Xbox. So there's now four, at that time, four consoles trying to get your attention. 
And I can only imagine how it would have been like if you were a kid. Just like, I got to play something, you know? I want to see what my friends are doing at this point. Got the GameCube, which was, uh, you know, not the best-selling one out of all of them. According to this, the GameCube sold less than the uh, the Xbox. So, th that's weird. <laughs> I always thought the GameCube was a better one, but apparently not so. That also had built-in four-player uh, four controller support. Uh, and it was, I'm guessing, I, people liked it. I'll give the GameCube... Because that was the one that brought Resident Evil 4. And more people keep play talking about Resident Evil 4 to remake. But I don't know. <laughs> GameCube. It it had it had its games. It's it. But you know no one else like really. I don't know anyone. If they wanted to bring out the GameCube classic with the games on there. That'd be cool. But it was weird because it was like. Oh you know everyone's doing with CDs. You got it too. But it's like really small. I'm like. Why? Why is it? Why are the discs really small? <laughs> it's just the fact that it looks like that right there. Why? Why are you making a lunchbox? I don't want a lunchbox. Uh, yeah, let's give it like a six. It's great. It's a good console. Uh, the original Xbox, which came out two thousand two. Okay, so that's funny. Our Dreamcast was trying to utilize the internet a full four years before the Xbox, and then when Xbox came out, whew, that was no actually. Well, Japan came out ninety eight. American America came out ninety nine and Xbox two thousand one, so two years. Yeah, I forgot to, because it came on. Xbox came in Japan in two thousand two, so it's four years in Japan before they got the Xbox. And this is when Microsoft tried to enter the ring of like, yeah, we'll make game consoles too. And the only game they had on there was Halo. That was the only game that was actually worth a damn to play. <laughs> I remember when they when the studio. Same studio that made Halo made released Brute Force, and I was like, "This isn't good. <laughs> this is so lame. What is this game?" Um, and the first original Xbox controller was such a huge ass brick that you're holding, and it was it was so lame. The only cool things that they had is you can burn music on there, not burn, but you can like store music. So that was kind of cool right there. So it had an internal memory that I think was. I'm pretty sure that was the only one that had an actual... Yeah. That was the only one that had an actual internal memory slot. So, I felt cool when I bought it. I mean, not when I bought it, but when my brothers bought it. I was like, oh, you guys got to get memory cards? My memory's already built in. But then they would say, like, oh, yeah? How would you transfer games out there? Like, I don't need to. No one else has an Xbox. <laughs> um, that's the only way, I guess, you wouldn't... Because they did still have memory cards, but there was no point. Because, like... Okay, so I can transfer it out to another Xbox, but why would I do that? Um, that, I believe, had four controller support already. Yeah, it did. And uh, I played a lot of Fusion Frenzy. That's all I got to say. Played a lot of Halo on that thing. If it weren't for the Xbox, that's how I wouldn't get my taste for Halo and how quickly that devolved into it. But that, I, it's a more personal taste for me, too. So I'll give it a 7 out of 10 because... I had a lot of fun times going into the garage. We hooked up the consoles to each other. Everyone, whoever had an Xbox, we played LAN Party Halo. Man, that's such a great, fantastic memory for me right there. Uh, but, yeah, it's a good console. It just doesn't have that much games for it. And uh, I never I never played any of the Xbox Live games for the original Xbox. So, at that time, who knows what the hell, how that worked out. Uh, 
Let's see, next one, right after that... Oh, the Game Boy Advance and the N-Gage came out the same time, too. Oof, N-Gage. My friend had an N-Gage, only because it was the hip, cool thing to do. He probably got rid of it, like, after three months, because it was like, this is, like, draining my battery so bad. Uh, and who wants to talk into a taco? Because that thing's shaped like a taco, and it looks weird when you're holding it up against your, he your head. I'll give that a three. Game Boy Advance. Now, Game Boy Advance was cool, but, you know, this is when I was in high school. And nerds who were playing that, I'm just like, what are you playing on there? Oh, you're playing, uh, Bumblefuck? <laughs> 2001? Okay, cool. Whatever. Uh, I never got my hands on it, but that's where it finally was like, you know, Pokemon was trying to hit its big stride right there. Well, it was always been, but did, when they came out with, uh, Fire Red, Leaf Green, that's when it was like, that was, that's when shit got real. People were like, oh, Pokemon, huh? Alright, thanks to this game right here, it's a now worldwide phenomenon. I'm pretty sure it was earlier than that, but, you know, that's when I saw it. But during that time, like, oh, Pokemon, what the hell, that's cool. I'll give the Game Boy Advance a, a 6, only because I never played it, but they, they had some pretty great games on there. Now on the 7th, but this is where more it's recent now, and I understood most of what was happening in the the gaming world. I finally was an adult, young adult. I can buy my own things, and that was the only time in my life where I had all three consoles out during that time. So I was... <laughs> pretty serious so now I this one I is a little less more now it's more involved because I actually owned most of these consoles now all the consoles that was out there in that time it's kind of cool to think like wow I own all of them why I don't know I just wanted to be cool because I was I had money I can I can spend so the big one for that one was the uh, Nintendo Wii that's when it was cool to do motion controls Everyone tried to jump on the motion control. And that's why we have Connect. That's why we have PlayStation Move. Do I regret the Wii for doing that? A little bit. Only because it put, it churned out some of the worst games I've ever seen. <laughs> I liked the Wii. I did. When I owned it, I was like, it was the hot commodity. Because anytime that thing, that cart got wheeled out with all the Wiis, it was sold out. It was like toilet paper during this time. Uh, I bought it and I was like, oh, cool. I can do Wii Bowling like everyone else. And I played Wii Bowling like... I can only play that once because I never want to play this again. And it was okay for its time. I mean, I liked it. It was really great because, you know, when Smash Bros. came out, that was the hot ticket right there. Like, oh, let's get all friends together and play Smash Brothers Brawl. And we did. And then that was the end of that. Uh, but it is cool, the fact that, like, Nintendo innovated it something else. Like, oh, motion controls, man. That's where it's at right there. Even though... It was just like 3D movies. Like, it's only good for its time. It's never going to be a, a mainstay in the... Uh, it's never going to replace holding a controller and just using the button inputs to do it. Uh, I played Twilight Princess on there. Played, uh... Yeah, a lot of the early games for the Nintendo... Uh, for the Nintendo Wii was, like... There was a kind of... It was a crappy selection right there. Uh, but it still had its games. I mean, that was the... That's when Nintendo, you can really feel the shovelware because it was really easy... To develop games and push it out there for the casual audience. So that's another thing that, thanks to the Wii, we are now, you know, s swimming in games that just, that was a flood of casual games like Shovelware. It was just, it was really easy to make and people bought it and made it made its money only because, you know, now 
your grandma and his and her friends have one. They want to play a game that's not too taxing. So they'll pick up, you know, Shooter Redemption 1, uh, Farm Edition. And then they'll enjoy it, you know, because they got no standards. But they get you that game and you're like, I don't like this game. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'll give it a, a nice solid 6.5. It, uh, it innovated everything for its time. And if it weren't for that, we would have uh, never gotten any of these other stuff in there. And people trying to chase that. Because that was the hottest selling console of that time. So that was the one that won that war. And so it, was, it has been like three or so generations since we the Nintendo came back. Because they had to do something really re- crazy and out there to, you know, get in the, pe- the public's eye. Next one after that, I like this console a lot. Again, this is just a bias because I... I I was I bought it myself with my own money and that's when internet was just starting to become like a very big staple in video games which was the Xbox 360 it's a crappy name I know <laughs> because they've had the worst system of naming their their video game consoles and that's when it's got standard with that controller that controller was really nice I liked the controller for the 360 because it felt very comfortable in my hands and i like the fact that during this time it was the birth of the home button too that's it felt more pc like where you can like oh let's go back to the the home screen just press the home button just go back there uh this one was the one i played a lot and it holds a special place in my heart because that was the one that i discovered my my love for you know playing games like indie rise of the indie games too during that time you, you play an indie game that was like kind of weird and sort of kooky and you're like oh this is kind of cool and they started a little bit more I mean, that's more heavy heavily towards the pc but that's where i started understand like i understand why people like uh indie games you know like i played limbo on there and i was like wow this is an art game huh that's kind of cool braid was on there braid was great uh that's when they still utilize that summer of uh, arcade, man. Rest in peace, summer of arcade. That was great. Uh, and Xbox Live was hitting its its stride too. And that's they were the ones that trailblazed the whole. All right, you know what? You're gonna pay for online. I know you don't want to, but hey, man, this is where this was the one that won. Well, won the social part of the thing because everyone had a 360 because it was out like a year or so earlier than the PS3. So everyone was playing Call of Duty at that time was playing on the Xbox. And that's kind of funny how that reversed later on in the year, but we'll get to that. But honestly, it's kind of it was like everyone's playing uh Grand Theft Auto whatever on the Xbox. So just get on the Xbox so that way we can play. And then they had their killer app which was the Halo 3 and Gears of War. And that's when the Gears of War series started on the 360. Did I think it was a good game? Not necessarily. It was okay. And <laughs> but they still pump those out and I play them. Only because it's like you get you get an experience, and also since you get Game Pass, they're free. Um, but the worst part about it is they were like, "Oh, you need gold to watch Netflix." Also, which like, who, who's doing this? <laughs> who's who needs gold to watch whatever? You Netflix and I think something else, like was was going on there. So that's why the best I'll I'll give. Uh, Xbox 360 at least a 9.5 out of 10 for me personally because that was the one I spent the most time on there had for lack of a better part good games on there I know there's like oh yeah you need to play Far Cry on on 
PS3 or you know Xbox or your school. But the thing that not a lot of people give Xbox credit for is the achievement system. That's when they started doing the achievement system also. And I remember as a, a wee young lad, you, you just play games and that was it. And then like there's no other reason to replay them. Other than like if you want to get a little bit of life out of it. But with the achievement system, you're like, oh, I can play it this way now. Play everything, you know, blindfolded. All right, cool. I'll try to see if I can get that achievement. I never was an achievement uh, rat <laughs> at that time. In the beginning of the life. I'll just play a game. I'll be like, something popped up. I'm like, oh, achievements. Okay. That's weird. And I was like, they never really explained, like, why why this game has achievements or why all the games had achievements at that point. Like, what the hell's an achievement? Okay. Whatever. Uh, it just made fun little mini games for you. And it's mostly just up at this point just to show just show off. Just like, hey, look at this score. Isn't that cool? All right, cool. I know you don't care. <laughs> but, hey, I got it. It's just to say I did it, you know. And again, no one gives credit for Xbox 360 for doing it. So, because during that time, it was cool to do. It. And then, like a year after the PlayStation 3 release, they were like, "We'll have something. We'll we'll call it trophies," and which is just basically the same thing. So now everyone's developing a mini achievement system for their games, except for Nintendo. Then Steam did it too. And I was like, "Steam's gonna have, we're gonna have achievements now." <laughs> so, you know, thanks to 360 for that. <laughs> That's that's how it shows right there. Like, not I don't necessarily go for any of other stuff, but sometimes if I, what I like what PlayStation does is the platinum trophy. We're like, oh, you got everything here. You go, it's a platinum thing. Again, it's no real reason for it, but it's like, it looks cool. I like it. <laughs> um, also, it feels really nice to a thousand person, uh, a thousand gamer gamer score a, a video game. You're like, oh, look at that, I finished it. Now you can put please say I don't need to play this game again. At least for me, because like. I probably as that that for now that factors in the why I buy a game like oh is this a if I see a game that's cheap like is that the achievements easy no fuck it I'm not gonna play I'm not gonna buy that game right there or if I see something like on if I see a game like I hope this has easy achievements no multiplayer achievements oh my god and if it has a good mix like okay cool that gives me more of a uh, more of a motivation to actually like oh. Played it in hard mode. Okay, cool. I'll do that. Yeah, just uh, 100%. Or it might be, if it's easy enough, where it's not completely ridiculous, be like, I'll collect a thousand seeds. I'm like, no. But if it's like, you can collect 20 seeds and also we'll give you some hints to where they are. I'm like, okay, that's a lot easier to achieve right there. So, thanks a lot, Xbox. <laughs> uh, they really did their, uh, their, their point with that one. Then we go to the PS3 during that time. The PlayStation 3. According to this, the PlayStation and the Xbox 60 sold pretty close to well to each other. PlayStation 3 just oversold the Xbox 360. That's just weird to me. Uh, the PlayStation 3. In the beginning, it was a, let's say, the 5 out of 10. Only because it came out, it was $600. And so, people were not, you know, keen on a, on a console that's going to cost basically a new tv at that point so it better have something when it did it was like okay i got a 600 dollar blu-ray player now that's cool because there was nothing else out there <laughs> during that time and when, when games did come out they were they were like oh dragon's dogma or not dragon's dogma the one where you're riding a a freaking dragon it was one of those games it was weird and then haze was out during that time it was just an exclusive we're like what the hell okay sure and it had six axis controllers. 
which was something they only used like a total of four games in my mind that they that it worked out for and it <laughs> was such a waste right there like six S's it could work if it you know it was incorporated more games but it wasn't so oh later on in the 360 era also was the connect which I will just say was the worst part of having an Xbox you're like why why is this thing have a connect it's sometimes it works yeah but the only thing it really works for is uh just dance or any of the dancing games because anything else was just a disaster you just worry where you the whole buys controller like yeah I don't want to do that not today and also the 360 did what they had the problems of uh you know breaking <laughs> that's also the thing that made the, the xbox 360 infamous was the amount of red rings you always came up and then looking up online for stupid ass tutorials of like oh what you could do is you can squeeze your xbox i remember looking at that i'm like oh, let me try and i did it i'm like that didn't work i look like an idiot wrap your, t- your xbox in towels that'll work for a bit i'm like oh god no <laughs> i'm not gonna re- that sounds awful i'm not gonna do that uh i remember like later on when the, the Right before my Xbox, my, my previous Xbox before my last one died, I was just, it would just shut off mid-game. I don't know, I was like looking at it, and it wasn't even red-ringed, it was just like, it two-ringed. And I was like, what the hell is this? And that would mean like, oh, it's overheating. I'm like, but it's it's still a good console, right? It still works. And I remember I had to play Black Ops in the dead-ass cold, because I had to open my window and uh, use a fan on my Xbox to play it. And I'm like, this is no way, this is not a way to play a game. What the hell? Uh... That yeah, the Xbox had a yellow light of death, and that happened to me once. And when I lost that, I lost all faith in it. And I was like, "What the? F- Come on now, that sucks." Because I had the original uh, Big Bertha mode uh, on that PlayStation, the one that actually backwards compatibled all the uh, you know PlayStation two and one games. And then when the new one Slim came out, I bought that, and I was like, "Oh, it doesn't play." I'm like, "Well, that sucks." The thing that's the cool thing about the 360, you could have played backwards compatible games on it uh but the playstation 3 uh, dur- during the later part of its life when it finally got good good games and that meme of PlayStation ps3 had no games was finally over i'll give it a nice 6.9 <laughs> that's a that's a nice number i never play i know the games where we're like oh you gotta play ridge racer you gotta play you know all these games i'm like i don't know about that but it had uncharted which is a good game series. It had The Last of Us, which was a good game series. And I really appreciate what it did. It really did. It, it, the, at least later on when I got the uh, PS3 Slim, it worked better. <laughs> um, and it was just, it was a good console. That's why I say it just, just happened. It just sucks that it, it earlier in its life that it was not a good one. At least in my opinion. Alright, now we're in a newer... More current cons. Oh, no, actually, there's two things. We're talking about the handhelds at this point, which was the DS, Nintendo DS. I like a lot, but I never played it as much. Uh, did I have it? I had, well, I I had my sister's DSi, and when I played the games on that one, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. You know, it worked for its time. There was, like, one or two games which is just Pokemon, and the looks like I'll start playing on that thing. I don't know. Pretty sure it was something, but... And then on DS, I'll give it, I'll give it a, you know, 6.5. The PSP, I, I, I don't even want to get into that right there. That was such a, like, a why moment 
in my in gaming history. Like, what is this? You need to get your own specific uh, play, uh, Sony memory card that costs eighty dollars. No thanks. <laughs> um, and also the game support. Like, there's barely any games on that one too. It was cool that it was cross for like, oh, if you bought something on the PSP, it'll play on a PS3, and you and you know vice versa. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I guess four out of ten. Now we're in the eighth generation, which only apparently at this point consists. Well, it consists of the Wii U, Xbox One, and the P- PS Floor. Now this is what I'll say like about the PC. PC is a great gaming uh, system. I'll give it easily like a a nine out of ten, nine point five. Only because when you want to get the really weird kooky stuff on there, you that's what you find. You're like, oh, I'm straying away more from like big budget games. I'm like more for like the whole indie ones that at least has something different to prove. Uh, and again, really easy to develop games for. Uh, if you want to like get your name out there on something, you can develop your own game in Unity, put it on the Steam store. And you can gain traction through some funny YouTube guys. Uh, but I don't play it as much on my PC because I don't have a powerful PC. I wish I did because seeing a PC is nice. It's best for first-person shooters. I know that for sure. You play an FPS on the on a console, you are basically playing in mud at that point. Um, but some games work better on, from what I can tell, on consoles better than PC. Because I, I know there's fighting games on the... Uh, on the PC, but I don't play it on there. <laughs> and I don't know you can look up hook up a controller and all that, but then what's the point? You know, you might as well just get a console at that thing. And but then again, whatever. That's all your uh, that's all what you can do right there. I don't really care. But yeah, PC's great, man. <laughs> it's just the people with the whole talking about gigahertz and overclocks and all that. I just don't care for. During that time was the Wii U, which was this was just la- this is the last console generation. Wii U, I'll definitely about five or at least 4.5 out of 10 because it was a confusing thing it was like oh what is this right here it's a it's a new console why is it called a wii u not like nintendo you know tablet or whatever the nintendo tab because then that confused people like what is the wii u i don't get it <laughs> um that's what i thought i was like is this a, an extension of the Wii? because a lot of it did a lot of things like the next Xbox is gonna do. Like all the games you had to play on the Wii is backwards compatible for it. Also, all the controllers you have is backwards compatible for it. Like, so is this a new console or something? And yes, it was. And it came out way earlier than any of the previous consoles did. So it had like a really, really big head start. And I always thought that was kind of funny because. They, they bunched the Wii U with the same console generation as the Nintendo Switch. Which I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know about that. But Wii U had also, again, just a huge selection of just really bad shovelware games. And when games did have it, was games that were like sequels to game that, that just had a Wii U version where you can use the tablet. I'm like, I remember Mass Effect 3 came out, like, so what about 1 and 2 if you're not going to get those games either? <laughs> Oh, what about... Oh, it's going to have Arkham Origins only. I'm like, what? Why that one only? That's weird. Uh, and it was just... It's not for the hardcore fans. Because when you had weird, like, ports of the games. Like, oh, yeah, this is uh, what it would, Ghost would look like. But, you know, it's, like, really underpowered. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, it was it, it it had its time. And the only thing is, I give it that I'll give it like an extra point just because I played uh, Breath of the Wild on it, and that was such a fantastic game. And that was not meant for it was it was supposedly meant for the Wii U, but they just were like, okay, we'll just put it on the Switch. So I consider it more of a Wii U game. This it's dying breath. But they were like, oh, no one's going to play it because this was like the worst performing one out of all of them, which sucked because <laughs> people to this day will try to defend that console. I'm just like, I guess, man. I mean, you liked it, but come on now. Was it really worth it? I don't think so. And that this is the Xbox One. So I, I got the PS4 way late into its life. I got probably got like two or three years ago. And... It's a fantastic console. I'll give it a definitely like an 8.5 out of 10. It's just... Uh, it's clearly better than the Xbox One. But I just prefer the Xbox One because of what it did later. So what was... Okay, so I'll just talk about the Xbox One. Because the Xbox One was... Again, I bought that console myself. And it, I bought it during a time when I barely had any money. So I was like... I don't play some kind of game out here. <laughs> uh, uh, and the early days of the Xbox One were a a, a 4 out of 10 at best. Because it came out, you know, oh, connect. It's it's part of the thing. Now you can't get rid of it. Nah, actually, you can get rid of it. <laughs> uh, it's about entertainment. Actually, it's more about the games now. Because we bought, like, oh, we bought these console studios. Rare, like, but they never released a good game afterwards. Like, eh, well, whatever. <laughs> Um, and they were still the ones like, oh yeah, we still got, you know, Xbox Live. We have Gears. We have all this stuff here, but you're, people were like, no one cares about these games though. Where's the, where's the good stuff? And they lost a lot of exclusivity on there. It's like, oh, that sucks. But you got to play some of the more like, oh, it's more games that were on both consoles, like Dragon Age and all that stuff. So people at least enjoyed that. Um, I will... But but later on in life, Xbox was like, oh, you know what? We're gonna con- country more in games. We'll uh, do some cool stuff with like you know, introduce a thing called the Game Pass. Now this right here easily bumps it to like an extra three points. So I remember the beginning of the Game Pass too. There was like, what? Why would I get a Game Pass at all? It's like all the games on there are just rehashed like other games that I got for gold. So I bought it. I got it first month, and I was like, I don't really like this game. And I think I after the first, after the second one, I was like, I'm not gonna get Game Pass. I'll just wait. And I think I waited like four or five months until Game Pass. I was like, Oh, we're gonna get this game. Like, oh, well, okay, sure, I'll get, I'll get Game Pass. And now it's like a saving grace. It's like, oh, I don't have to pay for, well, not pay. Like, I don't have to spend sixty dollars on this one. Okay, cool. You got, you got it. Because I was like, I can play Outer Worlds the first day. For ten dollars, like oh, that's pretty good. I like it, and thank God for that because they're making it such a big impact on like people who want to play video games but they don't have a lot of money, and or you know people are trying to do their and because of this, people are now trying to do their own like game subscription, like Ubisoft. I'm like, why would you do that? <laughs> Ubisoft is. Your games are are very limited. <laughs> With Xbox Game Pass, I, I give you like, oh, I, if I don't want to play this game, I'll play this. But you got everyone's got to play Ubisoft. I don't know. It's weird, man. I don't like it. It's weird. Don't do it. I'm not gonna pay for your stuff. Um, and they were the ones that were pushing more like performance and all that stuff. And 
uh, hanging out with friends and all that stuff. That, that's cool. I like that. Xbox One X, PS4 Pro, they were trying to do the whole, like, we're going to do 4K HDR. And at this point, I was like, I don't care. PS3 was trying to do a, a 3D thing, and I didn't like that. Because it was like, why would I want to play this game in 3D? It's going to look awful. Uh, and it's... I'll give also Xbox at least a 10 right now. I know it's kind of be like, oh, what the hell? You're like, I that's one of the things like, this is personally, me personally. It's just the console that got me through some hard times. It all, it's all, that's all it is right there. Like, it's, it, I just pop it on. I, I collect my achievements. The Game Pass really helps on that time too. I was like, oh, I can play this game for a little bit. And if it sucks, I can delete it. No, no worries at all. I just be like, I regret getting this game. <laughs> you know, that whole thing of like, I shouldn't have got that one. I, I'm looking at you, Mass Effect Andromeda. Why you gotta do this to me? Um, but it's it stayed it stayed strong. It was like it abandoned the connect. It was doing cool stuff with like I mean, not for me personally. Like, oh, we got an adaptive controller. Like, okay, cool. But you know, I get it's it's not for me. But I'm it's really admirable you do that. And also, I give it props because of the Microsoft rewards. And that's again, I give an easy 10 on me because, like, Microsoft, I know you're it's kind of weird that you're doing that, but like, it's a reward system, and I and it's cool because you want to be like, oh, if you exclusively game with us, we'll give you some money back for it at least, and that's it right there. I'm like, oh, cool. If I if I just go on your site and search a bunch of random stuff, I can get free games, I'm like, yeah. And thanks to that, I've I got Doom Eternal for free. So I was like, "Hey, sometimes it all pays off." I haven't paid for gold in the last couple of years because of uh, the Microsoft rewards. So I'm pretty good in terms of <laughs> in terms of stuff like that. That's what PlayStation Three doesn't, PlayStation Four doesn't have. They, I think they do some kind of thing of it, but not like not like this though. Where if you wanted to, if you, even if you weren't into games, you'd be like, "I'll get a, a Burger King gift card probably <laughs> out of this whole thing," and. Well, it's just me. I see it as a lost opportunity for people that don't do this. At least ones that are heavy Microsoft users. Because it's like, dude, you can like pretty much this thing some at some point pays for itself. Like, yeah, the Xbox. I still have the original Xbox here. And I'm still playing some pretty, you know, cool games in this day and age. I'm still hanging on in there. <laughs> you know, I'm still trying to stay relevant right there. Because uh, cause even if you do, like if you buy something digitally off the Xbox... You can get points for that. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. I like that. I know Nintendo does it too, but they they did something weird. We're like, oh yeah, that Nintendo Home is gone. You can't write things on there anymore. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> oh, I think also you got to give credit to the Wii for starting the whole like uh, making avatars of yourself, the the Nintendo Mies, and because of that, we got that awful PlayStation Home weirdness. And we ha- and now we have Xbox avatars. In the beginning, it was cool, but now it looks awful. <laughs> the Xbox avatars now look—you look like you're some K-pop group. I'm like, what the hell? Why does he look like this? So he's all smooth, and he's—I don't know. It's just—it's weird the fact that they—they should just stick with the original Xbox avatars right uh, over there. Um, now Nintendo Switch. I can't say anything about Nintendo Switch. I'd never played it. <laughs> uh. Uh, it looks cool. I'll give it. I'll give it. Jesus, I don't know. Seven point five one because I. It's cool. I mean, I I played with. I've played with friends. 
I don't own it, so this is the only time. And I, I mean, like, I should own it soon because, like, oh, yeah, there's some games there I definitely will play. You know that I have never. You can never play on the, you know, on the PC, Xbox, or PlayStation. Um, so, you know, good, good on you, Switch, because it looks cool, but it was it's so fucked up that they just banned the Wii U. They're like, okay, fuck it, the Wii U's not there anymore, and now they have the Bayonetta. All of them. One and two. Why? I don't know. Uh, I hope you enjoyed me rambling for about 15 minutes on this thing. Oh yeah, the 3DS. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, why did I forget that right there? I'll give that uh, I'll give that an, an 8.5 because that was also the time when that was the only thing I was gaming on. And it, it was great. <laughs> uh, I got to experience some stuff I haven't played before. I got played all the uh, all the Ace Attorneys on there. I played all the Pokemons on that one. It was a good. It was a good console. It just sucks that now they're not supporting either. It's, that's like now it's more Switch than anything. PlayStation Vita one because uh, that was another one that's like one one out of ten because like what the hell are you guys doing with the Vita now? Nothing. And it was just such a slap in the face for people that bought the Vita. I'm like, hey, what, what are you gonna do anything with this? No. Like, oh shit, no. <laughs> Okay, that sucks for you guys, but yeah, I'm I gone through most of the consoles, and I hope you learned or at least enjoyed going back in memory lane with me. If you had the same uh, uh, experiences I had with games, I know people are gonna be pissed off. Like you didn't talk about this. Like yeah, I know because I just didn't have that one right there. But maybe you had the, probably the same experiences with like oh yeah, I remember setting up, you know, I no. Uh, garage with halo in it that was cool i like that or just even land parties in general like oh yeah we all hooked up our pcs and that was cool and there we are right now <sighs> i don't know how long this is gonna last <laughs> uh, i don't know i keep saying tv's weird now you know what i'm saying you watch stuff like oh it's the at home edition i'm like this is awful <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the s now I'm like this looks weird this is something they shouldn't be done they should just not do this at all um but when is uh, when is this gonna be back to the same? Because we're still in indoors for the pat for the next couple of weeks too. But hey, hey, I mean at least if you enjoyed this, you know, share it with people. Listen to our back catalog of the past four hundred and thirty four hundred thirty episodes. Uh, give me ideas. I don't know. I those were the only two I was like I should do this and then. Now I've got nothing. I'm pretty sure I'll figure something out. I'm pretty sneaky when it comes to things like that. Uh, go to our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash the dead pixel. Oh yeah, I did say this last time. I remember because it was weird like saying it by myself. Facebook.com slash the dead pixels of the internet. All the info's on there. You can go to the site. The dead pixels Follow Lauren. I don't know what he's doing on Twitter. Uh, he's... He's doing some kind of weird stuff on there, and I don't prove. <laughs> Just kidding. Just do what you want. If you're listening, if you are, hey, send me a tweet. I don't care. Tweet me at Joe Manuel. Tweet him at tw- tweet him at Broken Hexagram. Uh, you can go to our. Did I say the site? Yeah, the deadpixelsunit.podbean.com, which you can search up on our apples on Apple Podcast, Spotify, uh, Stitcher Radio. I think we're on there still. I don't know. Um. You can go to our iTunes page. It's on there, I think. YouTube.com slash Dead Pixels Internet. Uh, 
And uh, if you're on, want to see Father Lawrence thing, yeah, he probably still has it, I think, too. Uh, the Obscure Tour of Chicago. Why play some game? You know, we play you play video game. Video game cool. It goes beep boop. Uh, yeah. Oh God, I've been going crazy. I'm done. I have not seen the sun in uh, eight days. Just kidding. It just sounds like at this point it's gonna come turn into some weird actual help response. Like please send. No, I'm cool. We're all cool. We can do this. We can all do this together, man. You all guys are gonna be cool. You know, we gotta come. To, why am I? I'm doing some weird racist accent now. Uh, yeah, I'll see how it works next time. I'll see you all in the next video. Uh, bye bye.